If this episode sounds a little weird or off, it's because I've taken all of everybody else's music, like <laughs> celebrities' music, off of my episodes. So if I'm making references, that's what that means. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back at the Queen's Table Podcast, and I am your host, Marissa J. It is 3 a.m. on the 1st of February, and I am so excited. Well, first, let me start off by saying I just got back from the gas station. I had to grab up some coffee and some Red Bull to start off my day. Anyway, while I was in line, I got a, the guy, a couple of um, guys ahead of me kept looking back at me. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, okay, girl, you still got him, okay? So he finishes, he makes a U-turn back over to me, says, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do a Jamaican accent. <laughs> he says, excuse me, miss. I'm not going to do it. Are you Jamaican? But he says in a Jamaican accent, right? And I'm like, oh, baby. <laughs> I'm like, no, why do you ask? He said, oh, I just love your hair, ma. So big and beautiful. Reminds me of home, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That just made my entire day, okay? My entire day. Should I have informed him that this is four packs of Marley hair for $7.99 each? No, sis. That ain't nobody's business. <laughs> but I'm going to take the compliment. I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to keep it moving. <laughs> so there's that. Um, so, oh my God, folks are like mad like big mad like real big mad put a cape on them and they're super mad <laughs> i didn't listen to the whole thing i didn't like her presentation the fuck that mean i'm talking i'm referring to the last couple of episodes <laughs> there's a t- on the surreal talk podcast okay so they're talking about how much i cuss are you fucking kidding me? Anybody that has ever heard me open my mouth knows that I can't not swear. Okay, I tried doing my podcast without swearing. I really tried at the very beginning. It was so fucking hard. Like, that's just who I am. If you can't handle it, well, that sounds like a you issue to me. If you can't listen to a grown-ass woman speak because she swears too much, that's on you, baby. I'm still getting my point across. Okay, my comments are relevant to the topic of discussion, but she cussed too much. Get the fuck out of here, man. Anyway, I've got more to say on that subject, but before I go, get too far into it, uh, I just want to say that I found a good friend of mine that uh, moved down to Mars, damn near to Mars, okay? He listens to the show. I just found that out. Yay! And uh, this is somebody I haven't spoken to in a really long time. Life happens, so you know. But uh, this is somebody that I'm just connected to. No matter how far apart we are, we're just connected like that. Okay? Um, So, sie mich das nächste Mal wissen, wenn sie wieder in den Staaten sind. Sorry, I haven't spoken German in a really long time, so it's kind of janky, but that was for him, and you know what the fuck I'm saying. So anyways, okay, back to it. Uh, so let, let's let's talk about why folks are just so mad, okay? <laughs> it's the first of the month, and I'm loving this shit. There are so many haters, and it is absolutely hilarious to me. It is mainly because of the host of Surreal Talk, 
posted in the uh, Facebook group that some of y'all need to listen to the episodes, but you didn't because you don't want to look in the mirror and all this stuff. Like, they were going in on them. And, uh, you know, for, for hating and whatnot. Now, y- y'all know I don't need anybody to come to my offense, my defense. Um, I appreciate it, but you know me, I can handle my own. <laughs> they were just being decent and trying to put an end to all the bullshit. Okay, so I'm reading and there's a handful of grievances and it's mainly because I cuss and uh, some of the others didn't even listen to the show. Like, how are you going to argue with me, let alone have shit to say to me if you didn't even listen to the goddamn show? Like, what the fuck your problem is? Whatever. Anyway, but the folks that did listen, that could get around to my, my get around my swearing, uh, the handful that actually hated it, oh man, they hated it. Why did they hate it, did you ask? <laughs> because I said, fuck your Me Too movement. <laughs> well, baby, I said what I said. Fuck your Me Too movement. I'm going to say it again. Fuck your Me Too movement. One more time for the people in the back. Fuck yo me to movement, okay? Fuck it. Now, it's not a secret, okay? This ain't no secret that my ancestors did not come here willingly. We were stolen, legally kidnapped. Now, you think about the women in that situation. Women who were taken along with their brothers, their fathers, their uncles, their nephews, their son, watch half of them die on the way here, beaten, witnessed their men beaten into submission, told that their belief system was savagery, and forced to conform into a society of fuckery? Straight up, okay? And if that wasn't bad enough, we were bred like fucking cattle. Forced incest, child rape, Women forced to give birth knowing that their children were grow were going to grow up to be used as machinery or bred into house niggas, okay? Let me get into, let me break for a split second and talk to you a little bit about octoroon balls. I don't know if you've heard of what an octoroon ball is, but basically slave owners will rape their best looking slaves. And this rape continues until their child and their child and their child until they get to a child that is one-eighth black and they will have these balls okay it was they would dress them up they would get the best education and it seemed as though oh these bitches they they got it big you know because they're able to they're they're gonna end up getting married to some white dude and you know she's gonna have a good life, and that's what happened. Like they would get, they would men, other slave owners from all over the place would come to these balls and pick one out, and be like, "Her, I'm gonna marry that one." Marry this little girl because they were girls, okay? Marry this little girl, all right? And they did so in order to prance her around, okay? You know, only you and me know that you're a little bit black. You know, not everybody else knows. You know, it was like it was that was the the start of trophy wives. Okay, these little girls were raped. All right, now when they when their master and I'm gonna say master, not their husband, because that's basically what they are. They're still slaves. But when their master passed away, they they got the land. They got land. They got money. And shit like that. But 
that's what the fuck this was. I mean, this is a real, this was a real fucking thing. This is a real fucking thing. Okay. So on top of it all, wives of the slave masters who used us as bed warmers, okay, really thought that we wanted that shit and in turn emotionally tortured us by abusing, selling, or even killing off the offspring of their husbands born unto us. These practices took a toll on us women, okay? After slavery, we were still in shackles, all right? We did what we could for our men as best as we could, but still took the brunt of the abuse. Our husbands would go out into the world and try to make a living for their families, but all the while reminded that they were never and will never be adequate to a white man. So who the fuck do you think they took it out on? Hmm? The sky. <laughs> All of these factors creates one bitter ass woman. All right. And that bitterness is passed down to our daughters. My grandmother was strong. My mother was strong. I'm strong. So you have to learn how to be strong too. I even find myself telling my five-year-old daughter that strong black girls don't cry. Even if she's badly hurt, I'll catch myself saying what all black mothers say, you better not cry. And it's not like all of this shit was hidden. People knew, okay? And then the women's rights movement happened. That shit was for white women. Don't let nobody fool you. That shit was not for us. It was for them, okay? I'm not down playing the role of the white women. White women have been through shit too, but I'm not a white woman, so I can't speak on white women issues. I'm not a black man, so I can't speak on black men issues. I can speak on black women issues. And that's what this, that's what this whole thing is about. Okay. So I'm just shining a light on, on some shit that my, not a lot of people know about. Okay. So the women's rights movement happened. Okay. And then feminism, disguised as productivity, positivity, and opportunity for all women came along, and that made us even more bitter. I don't need no man. I can do anything a man can do. Well, that might be true, but that's why you ain't got no man. Because this poison has turned you into one. And it's not our fault that shit is systematic. But once you learn the problem that you're facing, that's half the battle with solving it. Okay? Now... Me personally, I don't, mm, I don't rely on any one particular man. I don't rely on several men. I don't rely on any man. Okay. Shit goes down. I'm going to figure out how the fuck to fix it. If somebody's generous enough to help me out, then hey, I'm going to take the fucking help. All right. I'm not too proud. I will take the fucking help. But... This shit is even ingrained into me. And, you know, with me and my personal situation, I'm, I'm a single mom. I have four kids, okay? Like, even if I were to get married, it's not like I'm going to be a kept woman. You know what I'm saying? I've got four children by somebody else. Like, I'm not going to, whoever I end up marrying, if I end up ever getting married, whoever that person is, they're not going to take care of my kids. Those are my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't pay all the rent. <laughs> you got a ready-made family right here. They got to have bedrooms and shit. <laughs> they 
They got to have furniture. They have to have clothes on a regular basis because they're still growing children. Okay, so I'm going to take care of my kids. All right. So there ain't no, no, there's no way that I could be some kept woman or even do the, 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 the duties of a mother that I feel every woman should at least possess. Not everybody does. And that's what I'm talking about. Bitches, you need to learn how to cook. You need to learn how to cook. Ramen noodles is not cooking. Okay. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not, baby. I'm talking about cleaning. When I say cleaning, I mean actually cleaning. Pull the refrigerator out and clean behind that shit. Now, a lot of people fucking do that shit. <laughs> and I'll get into that at another time. But basically, I'm, I'm doing me because of the unique situation that I'm in. Do I feel that a woman's place is in a workforce? No. Absolutely not. No, but I'm still working because ain't nobody going to provide for my kids, but me, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody's going to take on that shit. So I'm having to fucking do it. But the thing about it is when you're in a situation like mine, that hardens you. And I am a hardened female. I'm a bitter female and I'm working through that. Uh, yeah, everybody has their own demons to fight. Everybody has their own battles to fight. This is mine. I'm too hardened. I do everything by myself. And I don't rely on anybody to help me out to do that. And some people might say, oh, that's, you're a strong, black, independent woman and blah, blah, blah. You know, women aren't, aren't meant to be independent like that. You're not supposed to know how to go fucking hunt. That's not meant for you. You have a uterus for a reason. And I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash on this shit. I know I am. I don't care. I'm, I don't care. <laughs> I really in the fuck don't. This, people don't, don't, don't realize this type of shit. And, you know, I'm putting it out there. If you want to listen to it, cool. If not, hey, that's cool too. To each his own. But basically to wrap all of this up, this is, this is why the angry black women exist, okay? And when you learn to understand that and be able to appreciate the fact that we've been through some shit, that we're still going through some shit, that we still have a lot of shit to go through, once people start realizing that shit, it'll make it a hell of a lot easier. And when I say still going through the shit, I, I absolutely mean it. People want to always say, oh, racism is over with, and, you know, interracial couples, that's a thing, and da-da-da-da-da. Okay. And I'm speaking basic, I'm, I'm speaking on my experiences, okay? Mine. My own experiences. And with my experience, you, anybody that knows me knows that I don't discriminate when it comes to dating. However, I have noticed that with white men that I date, they don't they don't bring me home to their fucking mama. I could be dating them for years and I still don't know nobody in their fucking family. Absolutely no one. I am a secret. I am a dirty secret. Oh yeah, I'll still fuck with you. <laughs> you ain't meeting nobody of mine. Okay? And then you have also have white women. That turn and and I'm not saying white women go out and steal black men. I'm not saying all of that. But black men that 
we'll take the we'll take the heat off of white women. Black men that openly admit that they do not date within their race. Now, I don't fuck with black girls because of this, and I don't fuck with black girls because of that. Well, first of all, we need to be able to pick and and listen to exactly what the black man is saying when he says shit like that, and then take a look at ourselves. Am I doing that? Am I being too mannish here? You know. Yeah, we can do everything, but it's not meant for us to do everything, okay? <laughs> so they go off to to other races because those women didn't have that type of systematic abuse. I'm not saying that women haven't had abuse. I'm saying they didn't have the type of abuse that black women have had. And they weren't turned into bitter-ass bitches like us. <laughs> And that's the whole reason why, you know, uh, that's not the whole reason, but that's a main reason why black women, black men don't date black women anymore. Okay. Now, <laughs> and I'm not saying that this is with everybody. I, yes, I've dated white men that have, you know, introduced me to other people, whatever, but I'm saying the majority of my experiences with white men, they don't want to have shit to do with me except for in the fucking bed. They don't talk to me unless they're saying something nasty. Like, I mean, when you and you continuously have that 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 mentality, and then on top of it all, oh, lighter is better. This whole fucking uh, dark skin, light skin bullshit. <laughs> like um, Jay Z, the story of OJ. Light nigga, dog nigga, phone nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, po nigga, house nigga, field nigga. You still a nigga. God damn it. That don't mean shit. That does not mean shit. You are still a nigga. In their eyes. In everybody else's eyes, you still a nigga. White skin and dark skin don't mean shit to no motherfucking body. Okay? And I understand there are plenty of white men that listen to this show. There are plenty of, uh, of uh, white women that listen to this show. And I'm not trying to piss anybody the fuck off, okay? Listen to my words. Listen to what the fuck I'm saying to you and, and uh, apply that, okay? Listen to it. Take notes if you got to. But I'm just trying to tell you where I'm coming from. Okay, when I learned how to change the radiator on my car, it wasn't because, you know, it wasn't because I couldn't find anybody else to do it. Yeah, I could find somebody else to do it, but it was cheaper for me to go on YouTube and figure it the fuck out. <laughs> and when you're in situations in which you're not relying on a man for anything at all, and you learn how to do shit for yourself on your own, you know, I don't know. It's it's it, it still takes a toll. But anyway, this is just a short little something something to start off the month. Okay. Uh so today's the first, tomorrow's the second, and I will be at the Nashville Black Market. Hey! I am so super excited for this. I am so excited for it. Now I'm not gonna be able to put that episode out until later on tomorrow night. Um, because I'm going to be doing a lot of, of interviewing with a lot of different people that are up there. Um, 
I'm gonna have my kids with me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure out how I'm gonna circumvent all of that. But um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be popping. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be wonderful. So please, please, please check back with us. Uh check on whatever you're listening to me on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spreaker, Anchor, A. Listen ch- and, and check it out and um Cause it'll be on there. It's just going to take it a minute because <laughs> I got to piece everything together and stuff. Uh, speaking of piecing things together, I'm still looking for a producer and a graphic design artist. Now, my dad, he paints and he is absolutely fucking wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Anybody that's been to my home or uh, as a Facebook friend, you've seen, at least in the background, uh, paintings that my father has done. He's done one of my grandfather. He's done one of me. He's done this beautiful scenery painting. I would like to have him do this, but he's not, he's not graphic design. Like, he's not what I'm, what I'm looking for. So if you are into graphic design, hit me up. Okay. Hit me up. My Instagram and I have it. <laughs> this is the first time that I'm saying this on air, but uh, my Instagram page is open. It's open and it's available. You can find me. Um, I'm not saying follow me. I'm just saying like if you know, my, my Instagram page is up. So if you can't get in touch with me through email, which you should be able to, but if you can't get in touch with me through email, that's another way that you can contact me. You can DM me anytime. Um, just look for Marissa Johnson. Um, that's my name. Uh, let's see what else, what else, what else. Oh, so I cannot wait to promote this one business. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna release too much about it. But uh, someone that I know, very, very close to me, has started a brand new business, and I am so excited. I'm waiting for the launch waiting for the launch okay and then i'm gonna go ahead and promote it on the show so um yeah so anyways make sure you if you haven't liked or subscribed to my podcast be sure to do that shit okay if there's a bell click it so that way you can be notified whenever i put out a new episode oh and for those of you guys who don't know i am putting out a new episode every single day for the entire month of February. So for the whole month of February, I am (laughs) going to be putting out brand new content. Now, uh, running, this is probably going to be a 25, 30 minute episode. So it's not that long. Um, you know, it's, it is early as fuck in the morning and I still have a job that I have to do and I still have other things that I do. I still have kids that I have to raise. I still got, I got shit I got to do. Okay. So, um, I'm super busy. I'm doing my thing. Uh, but I'm still going to do this because I'm trying to learn how to commit to commitment. Um, I've got a lot of commitment issues and you start off slow. When you recognize a problem, you, you start to fix it. And this is me beginning to fix it. Um, this is more of a personal journey for me. It, it, and it, it affects 
other aspects of my life. So uh, my like take my job for instance. I fucking hate my damn job. I hate my job. I hate my job. I hate, 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 hate it. I don't want to go. I never want to go into work. I never, I used to be that person that would always get to work like 15, 20 minutes early because if you're early, you're on time. And if you're on time, that means you're late. Girl, how about I've been rolling up in there two, three minutes late? <laughs> Not giving a flipping flying fuck with my coffee in hand. You know I just bought that shit. And that's the whole reason why I'm fucking late if I hadn't stopped to get my coffee. But damn it, that's for me. Okay? I have been wanting to quit this job for the last several months. I hate this job. But I'm not leaving this job until I can find something better. Okay? And I've, you know, found other jobs and, uh, you know, they're, they're better, but they're too far away or they're right up the road, but they don't pay enough or, you know, it it's great pay and it's right up the road, but it doesn't work with my schedule. So it's, it's always something when I leave this job, I'm going to go somewhere better. I'm not trying to find a placeholder. I'm just trying to find somewhere where I can get in and fit in for a good minute. I'm not trying to you know, hot from job to job. I'm not trying to do all of that. So, um, you know, and, and by me sticking with this job, that's helping. It's helping me because that's not something that I, that I learned when I was younger, when I was younger, um, you know, I was in all these different programs, African dance classes and tap and ballet and jazz and gymnastics and cheerleading and 4-H club and Girl Scouts. And I was doing every motherfucking thing, everything. And uh, after my parents had split up, I told my dad, like, hey, I don't want to do this shit anymore. And he was like, you know what? I'm not going to force you to do it. If that's something that you want to do, if you want to quit. I'm going to let you quit. You need to understand that I'm not going to spend my money to put you back in this same shit next year. So you need to make sure that this is really what the fuck you want to do. If you want to get back in it, you're going to have to spend your own damn money. This is how much all of this shit costs. And if that's something that you want to do, find your own money and you can get back into it. But until then, like, hey, just make sure that this is something that you really want to do. You really want to quit? I'll let you quit. And I dropped every damn thing. And because of that, like my dad was trying really hard not to repeat what his father did. And I've made this, I've told this story several times how my dad uh, started shining shoes at my grandfather's barbershop when he was in the second grade. Like, and he wasn't allowed to quit at all. When he made that decision, when he was eight years old, you know, he didn't have a chance to go back on it. My grandfather wouldn't let him. So he was trying very, very hard not to be that way with us so when i come to him and say hey i don't like doing this i want to quit he let me quit but he let me drop everything okay and i had a big problem with committing to shit a big problem and i'm not saying that it's his fault i'm just saying like that wasn't something that was taught to me when i was younger and so i've had a a difficult time in adulthood trying to um overcome that so <clears throat> With that being said, I'm trying to fix <laughs> the issues that I have. And so with that, you know, I'm, I'm sticking with this job until I find something better. And uh, that's that's teaching me how to commit to something, even though I don't want to fucking do it. Um, 
And so now this, with this podcast, is definitely something that I want to do. There's definitely a ton of episodes that I want to get out. Oh my God, oh my God. So next week, we're going to get the whole next week. It's going to be the religion series. And yes, it is a series, a uh, six-part series, probably more. Probably more depending on how deep we get into it and who I can get on the show. Um, if you want to be interviewed, hey, hit me up. Let me know. TQTPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I, uh, I, need some, I need someone to sit down and talk with me about Christianity. And I know that's a big one. That's a real big one. I can get somebody to talk with me about Islam and and other religions. I need somebody to sit down and talk with me about Christianity. A black woman who is a strong Christian. Or hell, you don't even have to be a Christian. But I need somebody to sit down and talk with me about Christianity. So many people are so scared to talk to me about Christianity. So many people. It's like if you're strong enough in your faith, then why not? I don't know. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Okay. Is that it? I think that's it, baby. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. It'll come out probably about 8 or 9 o'clock at night. It all depends on what time I get back home. Um, I live several towns away from Nashville, so it's going to take, it's going to take me a minute. <laughs> it's going to take me a minute to get back, but, um, and, and be able to, to edit all the content, but I'm really excited y'all. I'm so excited. This is so exciting. Ah, so happy. I need to be quiet cause I got neighbors, but anyway, that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to like and subscribe. Share this podcast. Share it, share it, share it, share it, share it. Because now that I have sponsors, I need to make some money. Okay? Some money. So go ahead and share this as much as you possibly can. Um, It's great content to follow. All right, y'all. Stay black.